So she just stuck her nose up high and just like walked past me. I was like, bitch, we're both at the fucking Olive Garden. I don't really know how proud you can be right now. Yeah, like, not, not really. <laughs> I mean, also, when you're there, your family. family. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guy. Welcome back. My name is Emily. And I'm Hannah. And we're The Gals Guide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I got to get straight into this really quickly because okay. this is, this is, I'm going to say it. This is my captivation of the week. Okay. Have you been watching Selling Sunset on Netflix? No, I don't even remember the last time I logged into Netflix. Oh so, my God. Okay. if you have not watched this show, I need to know like if any of the followers of us are like watching it because I didn't want to watch it at first because I'm like, yeah, like they talk about like you know selling real estate like in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills and like this really high dollar like real estate and I was like, it's not going to be about the real estate like we all know it's going to be about the realtors and like their drama because like it's this one real estate company in L A and like all the women that work there are just drop dead gorgeous and beautiful. Oh, and okay. yeah. you know it's fine <laughs> like they come in wearing like blue like Kristen Louboutin heels like every single day like it's fine but one the houses are drop dead gorgeous like there's this one house that they're all like trying to sell and like whoever sells it gets like a million dollars of commission um because it's like a 40 billion dollar house no sorry 40 million dollar house oh my gosh i was like 40 billion dollars i'm just gonna go like crawl in a hole now like it's fine like it has like a 12 car garage it has like an 85 inch like tv screen that comes just out of the floor because you know they can um it has like a freaking lazy river in the back of it like it's like ridiculous and honestly like i think i was watching it and the guy who like owns like the real estate company he helped like build it and he paid the city of los angeles to move the power lines out of the view because it was obstructing the view and is the only house that can be built this size in the Hollywood Hills, no. After this house was built, no other houses could be built of this size in the Hollywood Hills. It's the last one. They were probably like, "We are never doing this again, ever." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he paid the neighbors to put astroturf grass on their roof, so like whoever bought it could have like a view of like grass instead of looking at people's like roofs. Forty wow. million dollar house. But That's like honestly, crazy. if I pay forty million dollars for this house, like why not? It like, would be like a freaking jungle gym, honestly. Here, <laughs> it's definitely like a kind of house, like like you know, like a single person living in LA, rich, money, likes to party, like every single weekend. You can bet if I had a forty million dollar house, we'd throw in a party every single weekend and get my money's worth. <laughs> you would have all of the friends. Let's be honest. <laughs> but like that's the thing. Like, are they are they real? Like, are you really friends with them? Are they just using you for your, like, freaking lazy river? Yes, they are. You know? <laughs> Which is honestly, like, a great, like, segue, like, into today's episode, not gonna lie. But we want to hear about your captivation first. It's real quick. It's real quick. We're not we- really doing, like, story time this week, you guys, because this episode is long. long. But, it's but it's so, so good. It's so amazing. Like, we yeah. know you guys are gonna love this episode because it's personally one of our favorite episodes, but... 
I want to hear about your captivation of the week because you have been talking about it nonstop. <laughs> yeah, so super quick. We all know I'm obsessed with Starbucks. If you didn't know, where have you been? I probably go. <laughs> I, I literally texted everyone in my life and was like, I am not going to go to Starbucks this week except for one time. I literally went every day except every for one day. day. Yeah. Except yeah. for one day. So yeah. I did the opposite. So my normal go-to is a... Ice white chocolate mocha with almond milk, no whipped cream, extra ice. It's so good. I love <laughs> almond milk. But Caitlin Covington, who is a blogger, influencer, who lives in our town. She's gorgeous. She is beautiful, gorgeous. Anyways, she has somehow stumbled upon this drink at Starbucks. I think the barista, like, she was trying to order something and the barista was like, well, have you tried this? And she mm-hmm. said, like, no. And then she said, well, you should give it a try. So mm-hmm. she got it. She had to get decaf because she's pregnant. But, um, yeah, I could not do decaf, so I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> when I'm pregnant. Um, anyways, it is Oh, girl, the, I feel you. <laughs> it is the iced cocoa cloud macchiato. And I get it with almond milk because I don't really like regular milk in my coffee. But, like, isn't the cloud macchiato, like, also, like, Ariana Grande's, like, drink or something? Yes, like, but this you- one is, like, a cocoa cloud. So it's, like, chocolatey. Oh. Honestly... Oh. It is delicious. Like, it is so good. Okay, I was going to say you might like it because it kind of tastes like a, like, liquid version of the double chocolate chip frappuccino. Because I, for those of you who don't know, I don't really drink coffee. I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't like the taste. I mean, I will say it is very bitter, which is one reason why I do not like the taste. And I've tried it, like, in very, very sweet drinks like frappuccinos, and I'm like, I can still taste the bitterness of it. Mm-hmm. And I also am like already addicted to Dr. Pepper. I don't really you don't need, need another addi- one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need another addiction, honestly. So I yeah, try to like, I think not you drink would it. like it. I'll let you take a sip of mine like okay. before I try it next time. But it does have a bit of a coffee taste like once you get to the bottom of it. Um, gotcha. But it's super good. Highly recommend if you're into that sort of thing. It is actually delicious. So it sounds, I mean, it sounds amazing. It sounds yes. really good. Yes. And we both have similar like flavor profiles. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we would get it like usually we typically like whatever you like, I like. So I definitely wanted to give it a try. Yes. But fun time. Like we, like we said, today's episode is one of our favorite episodes. We had an amazing guest on today's episode, Chelsea Clayton. She is a dear friend of both of ours. Um, and she is local to us as well. She's an amazing and beautiful photographer. She's done a ton of photography for me personally. And I love her work. And we've gotten really close on a lot of things. And there was one particular topic, which was our friendship topic, which we're talking about today, that I really wanted to bring her on and discuss it with her. And like, she really is like a true gal scout. Like she just fit in perfectly with us. It was honestly like one of the best interviews I think we've ever had. And like, <laughs> it's like the second person we've ever yeah, interviewed. Yeah. Though, it was so just like, like, so like free flowing, like yeah. didn't feel like staged or like posed. It was just really nice conversation. Absolutely. I think you guys are going to love it. So yeah. Like, I mean, typically I will say like for most of our episodes, we do have a, like, a slight outline, usually just because we know each other. We can always get off topic very, very easily and get distracted. But with her, like we really didn't go in with much of an outline and we just really wanted to have a very natural conversation. And I feel like you guys are going to really love this but we are getting a ton of guests booked um over the next couple months we're really excited we have one for the month of september lined up and we are like so excited like beyond i am like uh, like this is like amazing (laughs) it's a really big deal for both of us i feel like starstruck like a little bit i'm so excited 
we're not telling you guys who it is, but she is very well known within the podcast community, especially if you listen to our podcast. We feel like you probably listen to theirs as well. But uh, yeah, she's amazing. We're so excited. Um, We're hoping everything goes through with that. But we're going to start try and do like one guest a month at least. Uh, So we hope you guys into that you like this today's episode so let us know on social media you can let us know on our personal instagram which is the gals guide pod or you can let me know on my instagram which is emily elise a-l-e-e-c-e i promise i will have a jingle for that sometime soon (laughs) hannah get to work you're the music person get to work on that okay here we go new task new task to add to the list and then my instagram is at hannah nicole adams so yeah, just go check us out on there. Also, please leave a rating, review, subscribe. If you love this today's episode, you love hearing guests, please let us know. The only way we know is if you guys tell us. So whether that's in our Instagram DMs, in our Facebook community, on Facebook, the Gal Scouts, or just like giving us a review and saying that you love guests, it really does help us out. We love to know what you guys think, and we really love to have your feedback incorporated. We also have a personal advice submission form now if you go yes. to our Instagram. If you go to our Instagram, click the link in bio, you will find a submission form. It is a Google form. It, you can go in there. You can literally submit like a novel length advice. We ask that you keep to like three, like, you know, at least under like 300 words be great. Uh, but you don't want to do there. light reading? Not you want to do some light reading? Okay. I'm good. I mean... <laughs> I mean, if it's, if it's, if you hook my attention, I'll, I'll read the whole thing. Like I got you, but we really wanted to do that because you, we've been getting a ton of DMs from you guys. We've gotten so many new listeners now from just from TikTok and, you know, Twitter and everything that we really wanted to like have an official like form for you guys to submit to instead of like having different channels for that kind of thing. So feel free to hit us up on there, go to town, any advice, dating, life, you know, what you want to get for dinner. I don't care. (laughs) Hit us up on there and we would love to hear from you guys. So we're going to keep this really short, like I said, and we hope you guys are excited for today's episode. Enjoy. And so we have a very special guest today on the show. It's one of my dear close friends, Chelsea Clayton. Hi. She is I'm the Birdie on Instagram. You're an amazing photographer. I'll let you I'll let you speak for yourself, honestly. (laughs) I'll let you enjoy yourself. I am I'm the Birdie. Yes, everywhere. Literally pretty much anywhere you can find me on the internet. That is my name. Um, I am an editorial and wedding photographer based in Winston-Salem. And I'm excited to be here. Wait, so Curious question. I've always wanted to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Where did the name I'm the Birdie come from? Oh, man, this is a stupid <laughs> Is it because you have a bird tattoo? Is that <laughs> the no. Okay. I got the bird tattoos afterwards. Um, so, very long story that I'm going to try to make really, really short. Um, Owl City has a song that came out, I don't know, 2009, uh-huh. um, that said, one of the lines was, if you're the bird, then I'm the worm, and it's plain to see we were meant to be. And my boyfriend at the time... We both really liked the song. Uh And so I called myself the birdie and then created a Twitter profile with that name and just literally have kept it forever. Ever since. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's a really dumb story, (laughs) but 
that's how I got it. Um, I always just assume because you have like bird tattoos. I was just like, oh, she likes birds. Like, I do. I do really like bird. birds. Yes. You know? Yeah. I, I do love birds a lot. And so it kind of stems from that. Um, and like always wanting to be free as a bird. Well, they're elegant. You're elegant. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your entire aesthetics, like very like, like, if I could wrap you up like a one sentence, it'd be like Parisian chic esque. Mm, uh, that's a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, she she's not wrong. But... <laughs> exactly. But thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but we are really excited to have you on today. I've known you for how many years? Like. At least two. At least two. Yeah. yeah. On on good terms, at least a year. Yeah. But we've just now gotten closer, I yeah. feel like. Um, and you have ton of photos of me. We also like low key, like really want you to do photos of like the gals guide, you know, just <laughs> putting putting that out there. Yeah. Um, that. Talk after this. <laughs> um we are in my studio right now, so that's so work. fine. We're coming yeah. live from the Ginger Brody Studios. Hey. Um, and you recently, like, ever since, like, meeting me, you've gotten to know Hannah as well, too. Um, it was actually really funny because at my birthday, Hannah, as we like to always bring up, Hannah was not there. Um, <laughs> uh, by, like, a day. I missed it by a day. It's fine. I missed it's, it by a couple she, hours, Apparently, actually. Apparently, she was going to try and show up. And she was gonna text. She was gonna message you on Instagram. Yo, where y'all at? But I told her I was like, she didn't get home till like eleven. And I was like, what if like you came and like didn't message anybody and like because we were all out by then. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eleven is my bedtime for sure. Yeah. Uh, her, um, if yeah. not before then. Yeah, yeah. Me, same. That's literally me. <laughs> yeah. God. I'm probably still awake, but I'm definitely in bed. Oh, in I have not been able to sleep this week. Mm-mm. No, so, no. All my dreams this week have been very. <laughs> Interesting, and they kind of correlate with today's episode. <laughs> so I had a dream. What was it on t- like Tuesday? Uh, that these two girls who I recently like, kind of I guess split ends with, mm. um, showed up and apologized and said that they wanted to be my friend again. <laughs> and I was just like, that was weird and very uncharacteristic. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I've had, I feel like a lot of my dreams very much tell a much about my life and like always look back like on certain like things like that. I don't know if like you've ever, if you guys had had the same experience. Like I wish I could remember, like remember my dreams. I'd never remember them unless I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, (sighs) (sighs) damn, (laughs) that's about it. That's about it. Like I normally don't remember them. Unless they're, like, really juicy or, like, really traumatizing. (laughs) You also have just gotten, like, you've gotten some TikTok fame recently. (laughs) We are all TikTok fans here. We are all supportive of the TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, And And only two out of the three have gotten anything. It's fine. I'm not bitter or salty. It's fine. We'll get you some, honey. We'll teach you the tricks. I don't even know what I'm doing. It's honestly just sheer luck. luck. Yeah. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. I'm like, what do I hashtag? I don't even know what the trending hashtags are. I don't spend enough time on TikTok. I don't even think it matters. You just got to hop on a trend while it's still kind of. Yeah. Still sort of hot. Yeah. That and like, I always post at night. Like, yes, that is one of the things. You can look at your analytics a lot of the times, and yeah. it'll tell you when the people that are following you are mostly on the yeah. app. And sometimes it changes. So, like, sometimes 5 p.m. is a great time, but a lot of times people want to see stuff at 11 o'clock because they're, like, 
laying in, in, bed, in bed doing nothing. The <laughs> there was one dude I just found him the other night. He has been live broadcasting on his TikTok for a hundred days in a row now. I, like straight? Did he change mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. username? Isn't it like live with somebody? It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think I just saw one of his. Um, but like you can go on and he's like sleeping. Like, <laughs> like sometimes. Oh <laughs> he has two separate phones. Literally, so he can one, <laughs> so he can set up to live stream on TikTok and the other one so he can just like do whatever he wants. Huh. That's so... Okay. I'm a just, lot. You know. It's definitely it's, different. It's very a lot. Like, but it's so internet-like. Like, it's, it's yeah. like, literally mm-hmm. the epitome of the internet. Like, mm-hmm. just let's watch this dude sleep for 12 hours of his day. That's I love fine. it. It's great. Yeah. It's so funny. Pure entertainment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think for today's episode, we are obviously talking about friendship breakups, mm-hmm. things of this such, because we find that we often, like, talk about relationship breakups and everything, relationships in general, and actually... Our original first episode was going to be relationship breakups versus <laughs> friendship breakups because I had just gone through a big friendship breakup. You had just gone through a big relationship breakup. Mm-hmm. Then we recorded that whole episode and we're like, that's pure trash. We were like, trash. <laughs> actually, so throw it actually in the garbage. I, think I might still have it, but I'm like, uh, we're not listening to it. I think we, we did that we. intro like a hundred times before. We're like, do we want to restart like, it? <laughs> Like you're not going to be those people that are like 20 times in. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. But we were kind of weighing like the difference, like what's worse, like a relationship breakup or a friendship breakup. And now looking back, I think when we recorded our actual first episode, I said in the first episode, I came to the conclusion that relationship breakups are infinitely worse than friendship breakups because that one hurt me a lot more than my actual friendship breakup. And that friendship that I had was about 20 years long. Yeah. So you would have thought that maybe it would have hurt worse, but it was kind of like a, a culmination. Like we all knew it was going to end. Whereas yeah. with the relationship, Absolutely. it was like more blindsided yeah. in a way. I feel like with your friendship breakup too, like you kind of like saw yourself, your lives like kind of separating mm-hmm. and going different ways, but you you didn't want to pull the plug. Yeah. It was almost like you were like trying Give to hope. let it like either fizzle out. That's what I naturally a lot of yeah. mine, just like naturally fizzle out or like pulling the cord is like hard. Yeah. Because in my experience, like most, like with the relationship breakups, I feel like you can be blindsided a lot of the times by the breakup and not think that it's coming. But most friendship breakups are usually more of that fizzle out kind of thing. Or you already see yourself going separate ways that it's kind of just obvious. Yeah. Um, but your experience with that was very drastically different. <laughs> It was kind of the counter opposite of that. Ooh, <laughs> so, yeah. Do you want to go ahead and like get into that and like oh my tell everybody? Well, I've definitely had a few recent ones. Some mm-hmm. of them because of political um, opinions that I have, we could say. <laughs> uh, and then the one big one that's like the overarching one for today, I guess we could say, um, was a, a big one. It was a weird situation (laughs) to be in nonetheless. (laughs) Um, It was someone that I had known for about eight years. Mm -hmm. I actually worked for this person um, and we had kind of gone through like waves of knowing each other in like deeper ways and kind of like being more like acquaintances. When we first started out, we were just kind of acquaintances because it was someone that I met through my partner and I should listen to my gut more often than I do. <clears throat> I always freaking say that. <laughs> Literally, she can testify that. I always say, I really just need to be listening to my intuition because, yes. sim- no, like when we get to mine, like 
<laughs> the exact same scenario with my like, recent friendship breakup. It was like, I really just should just listen to my gut with this yes, one. Yes, it's so hard. You always yeah. should. And it is so difficult, especially when it's someone that you want to have like you because they're in your life because of someone else. And so prominent in your life, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, core friend group kind yeah. of thing. And I always kind of thought that this person didn't really actually like me. I thought that they just kind of tolerated me because of mm-hmm. the friendship they had with my boyfriend. And <clears throat> spoiler alert, I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, years go by. I start working for this person and everything was fine. Everything was, was you know, hunky-dory. And it just started falling apart um, after about a year of me being there. Um, I was there for almost two years. I think it was like a year and seven months by the time I quit. Um, (laughs) But uh, we went on vacation together, and I think that that was kind of like nail in the coffin. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we went with another friend who I'm still friends with, and they're still friends with, and it's kind of a weird, messy situation, but whatever. Uh... We went away together. I'm a very different person when I travel. Um, I like to do things at like a faster pace. I walk very, very quickly. I like to just kind of see things. I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And so if I have been we somewhere, all go on a vacation oh, together because it's yeah. the exact same way. Probably yes. Also, like it wouldn't hurt, right? If like you have a designated photographer. <laughs> we, I mean, literally <laughs> been like, how much would Chelsea charge to just follow us around? <laughs> our last trip, because we literally our past trip that we just did to Wilmington, we were like, it was purely a photography trip. That's all yeah. we did. And we were like, yeah. this would have been so much easier. We just had a photographer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. We got the like tripod with the the, the remote. And everything. I mean, those things are pretty cool. They're pretty cool. They, they're they, they keep me handy. Well. They keep yeah. me handy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we went on vacation together and like just like blending personalities and enneagrams and different things of like how people function was really difficult mm-hmm. um because i backstory for me i'm a libra and i am an enneagram eight so i'm very much about balance justice things being fair um the aesthetics of things all that kind of fun jazz mm-hmm. it's basically what rules my life it's literally the reason we get along because i'm also an enneagram eight and my moon and my rising are libra yep. <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Um, so I'm on vacation with an Enneagram one and a Virgo and an Enneagram five and a Taurus. Um, oh, oh, we don't like Taurus. So <laughs> I love a Taurus. I absolutely love them. I get along really, really well Her with Aries them. Aries heart does not. My Aries heart hates Taurus. I feel that. I get that. I totally get that. Because I have so much air in, in me, sign-wise, having a Taurus friend is actually really great because they're so grounding. Mm-hmm. Same thing, technically, with um, a Virgo because they're also an Earth yeah. sign, so they can also help ground you. Um, but when they're a stickler for rules in a way that like their way or the highway is the only way, that's really, really difficult when you're yeah. like, okay, but there's more than one side. Like, yeah. We want balance. We want things to be fair and even. Libra scale. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The scale is really true. <laughs> Um, and it, it just was honestly, it was just a mess. Like I, I just got really annoyed and frustrated on the trip because I felt like nothing that I wanted or needed or asked for was being taken into consideration. Um, and that was just really frustrating for me. So when we got back home and started working again, things just felt really off and it was a lot of it was on my side. And so mm-hmm. I tried to kind of like fix it. Um, and then we had this weird incident at work where I like signed out of work but stayed longer because something happened right after I signed out. Mm -hmm. So I like 
kind of like kept answering the phone and helping out because some stuff was going down. And so I went in and I like fixed my time clock to say that I was there because I stayed for basically yeah. another hour. And she was like, um, this is not okay. And I was like, oh gosh, I like did not realize that yeah. like what I did wasn't okay. That yeah. like I did not think in the moment that that was bad. So we had this kind of like big weird blow up and it, it, it was weird. Like, I'm like, you should have just fired me instead of handling it the way you did. And Mm -hmm. this was in October. So I waited two months before I quit my job because I didn't want to put my coworkers in a bind by like having to find a new person. Um, Cause I was a receptionist and it just, it just kind of kept going downhill Mm -hmm. from there. I, legitimately broke out from one cheek across my chin to the other mm, cheek God. for a solid three months oh because God. I was so stressed out. Every single time I had to go to work, I was so stressed. There was just a pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Nothing I did helped it at all. Cause I was just a constant ball of nerves, yeah. not yeah. knowing like yeah. how this person was going to react that day yeah. because they kind of were a little volatile um, with their emotions and like how they responded to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like slowly things just got worse. And then I finally quit cause I was like, you know what? I need to go full time with my photography. It's time. And that was kind of my excuse of like how to get out of this without mm-hmm. it being super detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were totally cool with it. They were like, oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm actually kind of glad because I feel like now I can have my friend back because we don't ever get to hang out anymore outside Mm -hmm. of work. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, interesting. Um, So everything seemed great. Everything seemed fine. I put in my two weeks notice and, you know, kept working, whatever. The last week that I was there, just like a flip just completely switched. I don't know what happened. Still don't really know what happened Mm -hmm. in the friendship. Um, But we had a moment where the day that she fired me, which was literally the second to last day. So it was a Friday and my last day was on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. She comes in and she's frustrated. Um, I was like five minutes late. Oops. Um, <laughs> sure we've all done that. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile I'm like 15 minutes late sometimes. Like, I'm be there. Yeah, I'm leaving my house now. Meanwhile, I'm like just finishing my hair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's five minutes late. Um, and like get there, start opening everything up. And she kind of is already frustrated with me about something. And she thinks that I look sloppy, even though I'm literally wearing a black sweater and like black jeans and like my hair's done. So I'm like, okay, I guess maybe my sweater looks raggedy. Who's to say? And she decides to say a very particular phrase to me that I cannot get out of my head. She walks past me and she goes, and one of these days we should talk about how little you value our friendship. And I went, uh, yeah, okay, sure. And she's already kind of like walking past me and she turns around and goes, excuse me. And I said, yes, I agree with you. I think that we should have that conversation. And she storms out. And about three hours later, she comes back, throws her bag on the ground, walks me outside, tells me I'm a security risk and that I need to get my shit and leave. Uh, (laughs) A security risk? What the (laughs) fuck? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really intense. Um, 
And I still, like, to this day, don't really understand what exactly yeah. happened. Or I, how you were a security risk. Well, we've, we've talked about some of the stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she sent me an email the very next day, like, listing all the things, but none of them really made any sense mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're searching what for something right now to, like, like huh? yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was just like the most bizarre situation I've ever been in, and like I just didn't talk to her. I just kind of ignored her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, she decides to like block me and like unfriend me because she thought that some of the things I was saying on the internet were about her and that I was quote attacking her, which mm-hmm. I wasn't. Yeah. There were some passive aggressive things that I did post that were kind of directed towards her, but more just like. In general, in general, like, like hey, PSA. <laughs> but also if the shoe fits. Right. Like, yeah. So that's been, like, the biggest thing. And it was honestly super life-altering. It still kind of is um, because she kind of single-handedly wrecked our entire friend group because she already wasn't associating with someone else that was married to one mm-hmm. of her friends okay. in the friend group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that was just weird. So I'm like, yeah. you decided based on false information in your own brain or stuff that you looked at and thought looked weird mm-hmm. instead of coming to me and saying, mm, this looks a little fishy. What yeah. is this? Like, I don't, the data doesn't match up. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. Um, so instead of doing that, she just decided to let her emotions take over yeah. her and just blow the whole thing up. And my favorite part about the whole story is that she from her own mouth to my boyfriend thought that the email she sent me was her reaching out to me. The email was not reaching out because all it said was like, these are the reasons that you got fired. And these are the reasons why you could not be hired again by me. And I'm like, one, why would I, why would I try to get a job with you again? (laughs) I'm put in my two weeks. Yeah. Like like, I I literally was was leaving the next day. (laughs) Yeah. Like I wasn't going to be here anymore. So yeah, it was like the most bizarre situation. And like, we had another blow up a few months later because I like tried to do something nice by like, we were in this like little Instagram pod and like somebody said something and I was like, Oh, X, Y, and Z has a really beautiful voice. Maybe they would be interested in it. Um, and she messaged me and was like, I cannot believe that you have not spoken to me and you would offer me up for something. And I went, whoa, okay, did not offer you up for anything. I was just giving you a compliment. And that was kind of my way of like trying to reach out to you in a, in a kind way. Yeah. So like, sorry, maybe I handled that wrong, whatever. And like, we really have not spoken since. I think the last time we spoke was actually almost a year ago. Um, sad story. A friend of ours passed away, a mutual friend of ours passed away last year. And so like I messaged her just to be like, Hey, I don't know if you heard about this. And then Mm -hmm. this actually did piss me off and it, it shouldn't, but it did. But she like kind of tried to one up me on it where she was like, yeah, I found out like two days ago. Yeah. I was like, what's the point like, literally our friend said, is dead yeah. and you decide to take <laughs> to this make moment to be like oh yeah i got the call like this morning like, sorry. like i'm more important than you okay <laughs> cool cool story bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like really yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was really really bizarre and so like we still don't really talk at all like mm-hmm. it, it's just it, honestly my life is better without her in it um 
because I don't feel this like constant sense of like dread or mm-hmm. feeling like I'm going to be judged all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just better. Do you think like, if you had not like worked together that like you may have stayed friends or do you think like this would have probably eventually happened? Um, because I often wonder, like a lot of people told us like working together, like as friends, like they always say, like, don't work with your best friend or don't live with your best friend. Yeah. Um, and I think one reason Hannah and I have made like, this and our friendship work is because like literally anytime like we have an issue because it's not like we don't fight because like we do yeah <laughs> we do we're it's a Leo and Aries we're gonna fucking fight right yeah. but like um the, the friendship that I had like the girl I used to be friends with for like twenty years like we never fought at mm. all and I was like that's not healthy yeah like that we are not like because I'm like you don't like everything that I'm doing I know you don't because yeah. I don't like everything that you do Absolutely. and she was the kind of person where she hated confrontation like would literally like just rather swallow everything and then ever like mention a problem and then (laughs) it took her mentioning a problem that she had with me for everything to kind of explode and I was like this is like 20 years of like of like hate building up yeah when this we could have probably saved our friendship and been best friends and I could have been in her wedding (laughs) like I was supposed to be if that had never happened and it took me like addressing the issue for it to kind of like even come to the surface because I was like hey I've heard things and then she was like oh fuck like kind of just, <laughs> just exploded and then she was like okay well this 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 and I was like what the fuck yeah um and so that's one thing we've always implemented like in our friendship is like literally like just talking it out and like yeah even the smallest things and then also like just choosing like things like we always get on each other's nerves like it's gonna happen we're around each other 24 7 yeah but like you choose like what's worth fighting over and what's like i just i'll just shut the fuck up and just swallow it like it's not worth it you also start to learn people's like triggers and the things that like activate them or stress them out and you can kind of go "Ooh, okay they need me to like just sit over here quietly on my phone for a little while that's the same thing with me and my best friend like Mm -hmm. she and i know when the other person like needs a minute yeah like and you that's super important to know hannah is such a you're such a helper and that, i mean you're this little your job though <laughs> she wants you want to help so much <laughs> but there's times where i'm like i don't need help i want to figure this out on my own and yep. you'll like offer your help i'm like i don't want to talk about this you're like cool cool cool, cool, cool sounds cool, good, cool, we're good, we're good. <laughs> so pizza um <laughs> like immediately we'll just yeah. change the subject and we know each other's boundaries and stuff like that um which I think just leads to having a healthier friendship. I Absolutely. mean, with anybody, no matter no matter if you're working together, but especially if you're working together, you have to have that communication of boundaries. Yep. Um, or else, like situations like this will happen. Yeah, and I, I that was one of the things that was really, really difficult for me. And I never said this to her, but uh, my boyfriend actually did because um, they like got together and had lunch, and you know, she was kind of like, "Here are some things," and he was like, "Okay, well, here are some things." Mm-hmm that you should know. Um, and you know, one of the things that he said to her that I said was that like, I didn't feel safe to come and talk to her because we were friends and she was my boss. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard to find that right balance with someone when something's already fucked, it's hard to figure out, okay, now how do I come to my boss and say, I don't like the way you're talking to me at work because you're treating me like a friend and that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, how do you come to your friend and say, don't treat me like this when we're at work because you're my boss without your boss getting mad that you're, like, calling them out on their shit. Yeah. You know, like, there are times that she 
would like make fun of me for the things that I liked in front of clients. Like I'm a very bougie person, you could say, because I like nice things. I just mm. as I, she's adorned in a Reformation dress. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, no hate. We love we love it over here. <laughs> we so, stand. Like, I, I like a lot of nice things. I've always been that person. I like expensive things. I like minimal things. I'm just very about my aesthetic. She's a Libra. Yes, as I stated. <laughs> um, so sometimes people will make fun of me for that, which normally I don't care because I know that about myself and I don't give a flying fuck if you don't like that about me. Yeah. And one time she was like, oh, well, you're just a lot bougier than I am. So like, whatever kind of thing while she was doing her job. And I'm like, you have a client with you right now. What? Like we're not just like sitting on the couch eating pizza, like making fun of me. It's not like we're in the back just, you know, talking to each other and we're like poking fun. Like you literally are putting me down in front of one of your clients and I can't say something to you. Like I can't. You can't be snarky back or anything yeah, like that. I can't be like, oh yeah, bitch, whatever. Like you are too. Yeah. You know, you want to stay at nice hotels when we go out. Like, come on now. You want nice restaurants too. Yeah. Like, don't act like you're don't don't put on. You're for better me. than me. Yeah. 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 And that was a really frustrating thing in the friendship that like I did not feel safe enough to come and talk to her. And so there was this toxicity mm-hmm. that was happening because we weren't communicating properly because it was so broken that it's like, how do you come back from that? Like, how do you come back and, and try to save something that is already horribly broken yeah. when you're going to leave? So like, yeah. I was trying to like, as y'all say, yeet out of that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and then I was going to fix it. But because she fired me, I was like, well, fuck, fuck you. you. Like, yeah. I'm not going to try to right. fix this yeah. now because obviously you don't care about me enough exactly. to yeah. actually take the time to get to know what was wrong or if something yeah. even was wrong. Mm. Yeah. No, like that was like with my, the two girls I recently just mentioned that I kind of had a falling out with. It was very much a blindsided experience as well. Mm. Um, with that scenario, like, two girls one of them does not live here she lives in another city i i don't get to see her that often and so and then the other girl we just don't see each other that often it's we live in the same town but we just don't see each other quite much because one reason she brought up the reason she like started distancing me because i noticed that she unfriended me like on all social media and because i went to go send her a tiktok one day and i noticed that she, i couldn't send her one i was like <laughs> What's up with that? And then I saw she unfollowed me, and then I was like, well, I'm just going to check everything else. And she had followed me, unfollowed me on everything. Yeah. And I texted her, and I was just like, what the fuck is up, dude? Like, <laughs> and, But I did it like in a very like gentle way, because I, she's another one that I know does not like confrontation. Yeah. Um, How but, do you end up with all these non-confrontational friends as such a confrontational person? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We need to seek out confrontational people. <laughs> but, like, an ad. but like this one particular one, she was not confrontational at all. She was a very emotional person. I will say that in the most gentlest way possible. There's nothing wrong with that. She was just no. very sensitive. Um, and so I knew that if I attacked her, like, or I just came at her very straightforward, like how I normally would. Right. It would upset her. So I was like, how Absolutely. do I, how do I approach this in a very gentle way without being like, too nice about it like because yeah you've hurt my feelings at this point it's like you don't want to be associated with me on any social media and then nowadays like that is a personal th- thing it's not just like oh they followed me it's like no you don't want to see anything that's going on in my life mm-hmm. what what's going on yep. like why are you choosing to create this distance 
on the internet. Um, yeah, it would be one thing if it was one platform that yeah. like maybe if you did something similar and they were like, I just can't see your content because it makes me feel bad about myself or like yeah. whatever. Yeah. But if it's everywhere, that's a, that's a big thing. Yeah. And so she was just like, you know, we just have very different personalities. She's a Pisces. I'm a Leo. Oh boy. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't have a similar personality to me, but we still get along and everything. And we used to work together. And I was just like, you know, I didn't see this coming at all. And I know often she had always said, like, she didn't feel like she was anybody's, like, best friend. Or that no one wanted to hang out with her. But I was also like, you never reach out to me. Anytime we hung out, I'm the one that has to text you. And ask, hey, do you want to hang out? Uh, I, I never, I've never felt reciprocated. You never reached out to me and asked me if you wanted to hang out with me. You didn't support me in, in my anime endeavors. You, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Like, mm. she never really, I never felt supported by her as a friend. And yeah, I would just give, 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 and give. Yep. And, you know, she had dated one of my friends at that time, too. I set them up and everything. And so I was just like, you know, I saw no issue with our friendship. It was just like, oh, we're just two friends. Like, we're not close, close, but we're close. Like, we just don't hang out all the time. Like, Hannah's really the only person that I hang out with, like, on a, like, weekly basis. I, she's the only person I talk to, like, every <laughs> single day of my life. Yeah. And so. I, I got one of them, too. Yeah. Shout out to Skylar Brown. <laughs> I love you. So, but, like. So that's just the kind of person I am. Like, I just don't... I have lots of friends, but I only have, like, one person I talk to so often. And I don't know if she took offense to that or anything of how close we were and how I wasn't treating her the same way. And I don't know what happened. Mm. Um, It came to find out. I was like, well, let me see, like, what's going on in her life. Like, I went to go check her Twitter. Blocked. Went to go check Facebook. Blocked. Went to go check Instagram. Blocked. Phone number. Blocked. TikTok. Blocked. Everything. Blocked. Snapchat. Unfriended. Blocked. Damn. And I was like, I was just like, (laughs) okay, all right. She really fucking hates me. All right. The thing that hurt the most, because I was not, I will be honest, was not that upset about it. We were fizzling out as friends. We did not hang out that much anymore. And just, you know, there was distance created there. I was like, fair, whatever. You don't have my friend. Fine. You have your reasons. Fine. Maybe you don't like the fact that you dated my friend and we're still associated, whatever it may be. I don't know. Um, I inferred that you did not come tell me what our issue was beforehand, but whatever. Can't change anything. What hurt the most was that over quarantine, she had gotten close with one of my best friends. Like this, me and this girl met like my junior year of college, her freshman year. Yeah we were like inseparable like very 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 close they got close Mm. and then i went to go check my other friend's twitter blocked facebook blocked number blocked instagram blocked snapchat Mm. blocked tiktok blocked everything fucking Mm. blocked Spotify blocked. <laughs> no way. I don't even, even know you can do that. Like, I mean, I know you can you have friends on there. You don't even see the music that I'm streaming. Like, you don't even see... I, I have cool playlists. How dare you? Like, we cannot be friends, but you can still think that I have How good music very taste. dare. And I was just like, that was what hurt the most. I was like, you're kidding me. Yeah. Like, you. Like, this person who came to me in their darkest moments of their life mm-hmm. called me crying after a lot of certain scenarios just blocks me like that and I reached out I texted and 
did not like even when the first girl blocked me i texted that girl and was like hey can i talk to you for a second because i was like i knew they got close i was like yeah. maybe she knows like why what is going on mm-hmm. and as soon as i texted her that that's when i got blocked on everything and then i was just like so i reached out for my freaking like photography instagram and was like hey what's up like you keep blocking me like can you tell me what i did wrong because if i did something wrong like let me know i'll own right, up to so it so i can I'll, fix it exactly if i don't know what's wrong i can't fix it yeah and hannah asked me she was like is there anything you could have done? I was like, honestly, no. Like I, we like, we like, we, we analyzed. Like with our arms crossed. Like, what did you do? I was just like, <laughs> I didn't. I invited them both to my birthday. Didn't get a birthday shout out from either one of them either. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, did I, did I say something offensive? Like I, I literally like went through the like the list and everything, and I couldn't think of anything, and. I felt tension within that whole, like, trio yeah. at my, the second girl's birthday. Uh, I went to her birthday, and this was a time when I had just, you know, me and the actor kind of had just ended things, and I was consoling them about it. Like, they hadn't know, they didn't know much about it. They just knew a little bit. Hannah knew everything at this point, and so I was telling them everything that happened and how I still missed him a little bit, and, you know, was like kind of upset and you know was hoping things maybe change and maybe we'd get back together and like we did a tarot reading and all that kind of shit like I was like oh are we gonna get back together um and they kind of I felt ganged up on because they were like well you just need to stop dating like these artistic hipster dudes like you really need to get like a financier and I'm like I don't want to fucking date a financier can you see me with a a fucking republican financier like good it's just all I think about like I tried being a doctor, guys. We we tried the, we tried the yeah. We thing. tried the like elitist thing, and it didn't really work. No, for me. we got narcissistic abused. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. We're so not here like, for that. We not hate going that down that path again. Like, we hate that song. <laughs> block that song. <laughs> now that you can block on Spotify. <laughs> but like, I was just like, I like stop, like please just stop. Like I am not asking for your relationship advice. Like, yeah, if I wanted that, I would ask you for. It. I'm just asking for your support as I'm going through this thing. And I don't know if like one of them didn't feel supported by me in their relationship choices, even though like number two always supported her like whatever she did was like you go you do you like you want to like go hang out with 5,000 people date 5,000 people you do you I don't care like not my person I'm not the place to judge and she always felt comfortable telling me all that kind of stuff and everything and so I never thought that there was an issue there but when she like showed disapprovement I guess in my relationship choices like that's when I felt like attacked and I was like well I'm just not going to choose to tell her Right. Anything that's going yeah. on in my relationship, both of them. I was just like, when and that's fair. And a true friend shouldn't get mad at you yeah. for that. Yeah, like when I started seeing Film Boy, I was like, I know exactly what they're going to say. <laughs> it's another like arts artistic guy. Like I know exactly what they're going to say. So I'm just not mm-hmm. going to choose to tell them that because yeah. I don't care to hear what they have to say. And I don't know if they like listened to an episode and heard that I had like was doing this and they felt excluded I don't know honestly maybe but I felt more offended that they would not tell me why they did not want to be my friend more than them not wanting to be my friend oh yeah that's absolutely and one it's incredibly toxic and two it's so hurtful and harmful to everyone involved if you're gonna just hold on to that much rage and anger and toxicity like Okay, bye then. Well, see, like, and that was the thing. I got on 
my private Twitter that mm. I just made to um, stalk the doctor once. Um, it's okay. That's fair. Confession uh, time. <laughs> it's fine. But y'all will not know what my footer is that what we're calling it there's a finsta you have a footer <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> you know how you have like a fake instagram it's called finsta like, yes yeah, yeah cool so footer uh, <laughs> i'd have to ask my sister she's up on all the lingo because she's a little young baby <laughs> not really she's gonna be 22 I'm, oh but I'm, she's a gen z though yes so yeah yeah uh-huh. i'm 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 old we're both millennials we're I, all three millennials so yeah it's i fine. feel so old i'll be 29 next month y'all you're just like two years older than me, so you're it's good. fine. It's you're fine. Good. I'm, yeah. It's okay. It's cool. <laughs> Hannah's the youngest I'm the one. Child, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the one that dates Gen Z boys, so it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. I was about to say my 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 boyfriend is basically a Gen X, and it's it's it can be rough. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I got on uh, Girl Number One's uh, Twitter, and she had tweeted. 2020 may be toxic, but we're getting rid of toxic friends. Peace out emoji. And I was like, how the fuck am I toxic? Like, if I am, I am. But I have no awareness of it if I am. Yeah. And if someone would politely tell me, like, how in a way that I am toxic, I would fix that because I don't like considering myself that. I date toxic people. Why would I want to be toxic myself? I also think that that word gets so overused. I think True. that it it gets blown out of proportion and gets used in a in obviously a very negative way, but like almost an extreme way mm-hmm. where like if you don't like it, it's toxic. Mm. If you don't agree with it, it's toxic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that, no, no, we have like <laughs> words we that have other something describing for a words. <laughs> Um, so like, it's bizarre to me when people are like, everything this person has done is toxic. I'm like, yeah, maybe, but it could just be that like they hurt your feelings and you have a different viewpoint of something. It doesn't make them a toxic person. Yeah. There are people in your life that you will experience that are toxic and there are people who are not actually toxic, but you've encountered a toxic situation because you're no longer communicating properly. properly. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a really big difference that people don't always think about or, um, use and kind of work through that. Like, just because you've disagreed with somebody doesn't actually mean that they're a toxic person unless of course they're like a homophobic racist and you know, all that kind of fun stuff, you know, just yeah. (laughs) Then yes, they are going to be a toxic person. If they're constantly shitting on you, if they're constantly using their powers to manipulate you, Manipulate? <laughs> <laughs> manipulate. It's a new word. Use it. If they're constantly trying to manipulate you um, and, and gaslight you and make you feel unworthy and small and terrible, then that's horribly toxic. But yeah. if you have a friendship and someone just doesn't like the fact that you're dating people that they don't like or that they're jealous, and I feel like that's a big thing in mm. friendships that people mm-hmm. don't want to voice is that they're jealous. They have built up resentment because you've gotten something that they didn't get that they really wanted, or they see that you're living this beautiful life or whatever on the outside. And next thing you know, you're a toxic person because you have what they don't have and they don't know how to express to you that they're upset by something Yeah, in a healthy manner. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think a big, big struggle that a lot of women have because we're constantly 
um, pinning ourselves against each other and, and, you know, looking at our bodies and comparing our skin and hair and our careers, because that's what society has told us we're supposed to do instead of like embracing each other and like loving each other and building each other up. So like that could be a very high possibility that one of them got a little butthurt about something because X, Y, Z was happening for you. Yeah. And they didn't know how to come to you and say, I'm really jealous and I don't understand why. And I don't know how to fix it because they either don't have that emotional maturity um, or they just don't know that that's actually what's happening. Yeah. It's just un- the unawareness of it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like somebody, it kind of, something was similar that happened with you and um, in college when one of your friends started dating a guy that you were like, head over heels for and everything. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was intrigue. fun. So. <clears throat> but you were, like, you were able to approach it in a healthier way. Well, yeah. And I think that's the issue is that like, I'm confrontational, like both of you and like, I don't, you're confrontational. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Okay. Yes. She's an eight. Yeah. She's an eight. <laughs> I was like, as I say with question, because like, yeah, um, I am when I need to be, when you need to, yeah. be. if and it's an unjust situation, then you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to. Yeah. And I think I've kind of brought this up on the podcast before the story. So I'll tell like a quick, like a recap. Yeah. But, um, so, so I have was a like of new head over heels with, in love with this guy. Not even really in love, but like obsessed with him. Whatever. He was like hilarious and just, <laughs> he, like, was he was cute. He was a cutie. He was a cutie. Yeah. Whatever. So whatever. You were in love with the idea of who was, he was. I was in love yes, with the idea it was lost. of him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And so I like confessed my love to him mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And he like turned me down, which is like totally fine. If you're not into me, like it hurts my ego and like everything. <laughs> like I don't understand why. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but like we went back to being friends. It wasn't weird. It was, you know, whatever. But I had confided in my friend at the time and like everything. And she knew the whole thing. She knew I was talking to him. I like went to our room and cried afterwards. She like comforted me, blah, blah, blah. And then like, our friend group, so it was, like, two guys and then us two. Yeah. We all hung out together. Everyone liked each other. It was this weird, like... incestuous <laughs> <laughs> thing. It was, like, a weird thing. <laughs> like, truly. It was very odd. Very Isn't there, like, a TV show about that? Isn't it called, like, Happy Endings or, like, probably, Happy probably, People or something? Probably. And, like, the, the, the photo, it's, like, all of them in, like, this giant bed or something? <laughs> probably. Basically, I don't know. Yeah, like, we did Come everything. On, how do you not know? So <laughs> Listen, I just watched Cheers the other day for the first time. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I haven't either. It's fine. It's <laughs> I don't watch anything. Yeah. But anyway, so we did everything together. Me and this girl. Like, we were really, really good friends. Like, I met her the first day of college. Like, I was like, wow. Like, she's going to be my bridal party. Like, all this stuff. We planned to live together. We signed a lease with, like, two other girls. And then, so we went home for the summer. And, you know, we talked, to, talked like normal. And then all of a sudden, I see a photo of her and the guy on Instagram and it was like something along the lines of like loves like spending time with this person or something and I was I literally texted her and I was like so you guys dating <laughs> like what's up and then she like proceeded to tell me after she like told the world so I felt super like not valued and it was just terrible and like I like explained why I was upset I had started dating somebody else so I don't think she really understood why I was still upset by it yeah but I was like you one you didn't tell me like just come to me and tell me like hey like we started talking they've been talking for like two or three months like I mean like I started dating my ex 
And apparently, with like a week later, they had started dating. But I didn't find out for like a month or two. Ooh, yes. So I approached her about it, and we still had to live together. <laughs> and um, so we lived together the year after, and he was always over. And so it was just very mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried that my That feels like an understatement. I tried, <laughs> I tried my best. And like, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> and when I say uncomfortable, I mean that, like, my heart was being ripped out every single time. She was I doing the fucking him. macarena on it. Um, and, I mean, yes, I was in a relationship. But like, <laughs> still, fuck, dude. <laughs> it was awful. Just rip and, my heart out and do and the fucking macarena. <laughs> and they would like come over, and I think I've said this on the podcast. They would come over and make donuts. And like, I was just like, why? Like, oh what is God. actually donuts, happening? Donuts, though. Donuts. They are oh that couple, God. though. They're a couple that like was always together, always going and doing something. Like, it was just a so disaster. they were just like they would have had like a name. Like, oh, yes. Like, yes. A, like a joint Facebook? Yeah. Oh, God. Like Brangelina kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, joint Facebook. <laughs> this is a PSA for everyone who has a joint Facebook account and or is thinking about one. Don't. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> my dad does not get on Facebook at all, but, like, he asked my mom one time, like, if he can make a joint Facebook account with her, and she said, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I love your mom. Good job. Yeah, so it was just really terrible. And, like, I think the issue, the underlying issue was that she wasn't just, she just wasn't going to tell me. She was just going to, like, let it happen and we were going to move in. And she was going to see him in, like, her bed one day. And yeah, and I'm like, right, because that wouldn't be weird at all. Okay. It's like, like okay. why is he over here? Oh, oh. why is he in your bed? Oh, what? Hey. well, they weren't like what? that. But, but like, <laughs> But like, 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 why is he in your room? Like, yeah, it was it was just not cool. <laughs> why is he on my couch? <laughs> why, did I, why, why did I just come home and he's on my couch? <laughs> but I told, and I think the biggest issue for me is yes, I I am a peace people please a peace pleaser. <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit I of both. I'm sure. A little bit of both. I I don't enjoy confrontation, but when it's necessary, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And so in that situation, like I'd communicated my feelings with her, and she just kind of <laughs> acted like. They, they were invalid. And then, like, I, mm. I didn't have a reason to be upset. Like, I was in a relationship. And I was like, you didn't come to me and tell me before you, like, told everyone else. And I said, and yeah. as a best friend, like, that upset me. One, because you knew how much I liked him. Right, absolutely. And two, because you're my best friend. Like, why would you not... Like, I mean, yeah, it was going to be a really awkward conversation, but I would have appreciated it more if you had come and told me versus putting it out on the internet and then me having to be like, yo, <laughs> what's going on? Hey. Yeah. I mean, because something similar happened. <laughs> me. Something similar happened between me and, her, me and you. Like, I... This was like forever ago. Like, this was like... like, what are we talking about? Your, your, senior, your senior year of high school, my freshman year of college, like, was interested in the ginger... Oh, and yeah, and like I told you about it, she tells me like after I've made the trek up to Virginia Tech to see this boy. Oh, I used to date him. I'm like, what? We're just <laughs> now selecting. It's time to tell me this. Like I would have no. Oh, was that important? Was um? <laughs> was that little note important? I was just like, Did I need to tell you this. She was just like, I didn't care. I was just like, I cared because I don't want your second. Second of all, um. <laughs> You could have forewarned me about how awful <laughs> he was. <laughs> like, yeah. Looking back, that was probably... Homeboy was an alcoholic. You could have told me okay, that well, part. Not when I did. I, this was a high school relationship. Fair enough. Fair know? enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But that That's was the cool. thing. Like, 
And I think that's the reason I feel, I think you probably didn't tell me is because it was a it high was school. It was like maybe a couple dates. We didn't really date that long. Yeah. Like serious. It wasn't anything serious. I had no feelings for him. So I was yeah. like, yeah, sure. Like if you're interested in him, like go for it. Like it doesn't bother me. It's not like we dated for three years and yeah. I would have been like, no, hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend like that in, uh, uh, in high school. Um, she had dated my ex-boyfriend or whatever like before me and that was kind of why we became friends afterwards is that like we could both kind of commiserate a little bit mm-hmm. um gosh that was so many years ago but now I'm friends with that ex um and it's it's a much better relationship yeah I think when relationships like get involved in everything like we talked about <clears throat> this on our girl code episode which is one of our favorite episodes and we highly recommend everybody go listen to that one mm-hmm. um, <laughs> shout out but <laughs> um yeah, like, I think, like, that's a that, relationships, like, people getting together, you not liking somebody's, like, spouse or partner or whoever can be a reason that relationship, like, friendships do fizzle out. Yeah, absolutely, I know, it can be. I know for me, like, especially was, the older you get. Oh, yeah, like, there was a girl that I was friends with in high school, and that we were friends, like, afterwards in college for a little bit, but she got married to a partner that I did not like I was vehemently like protested like their relationship because he treated her poorly he was racist like he was Mm. just an all-around like not good person and so I mean like he was dreamy I mean I voted for he I voted for Obama he's called me a Nazi because I voted for Obama I was like who are you talking about I don't know (laughs) I don't know how that's possible but yeah yeah (laughs) anyways cool and so like I like actively chose to end that friendship because I was like, I, you are married to somebody that I do not like. It felt like I was, she was Heidi Montag and I was Lauren Conrad and he was Spencer Pratt. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's exactly how it felt. That's like, that's perfect. That's perfect for all of your, they were still dating. And then like, you know, I got invited to their wedding. I was like, am I going to be the Lauren Conrad and show up to Heidi Montag's wedding? I did. I did go because I loved her and everything, but it was very hard to watch that. Yeah. And then they thankful for her, filed for divorce um and she was able to realize how shitty of a person he was and now she's in a very happy relationship very like like, thriving flourishing (laughs) in LA like she is like thriving her best living her best life and I'm so happy for her and we've now been able to reconnect and our friendship has gotten stronger because of that and everything um but like the girl that I was friends with for 20 years we often call her like bridezilla on here because oh yeah that's that's her yes okay she like we were friends for 20 years we met when we were three years old and her getting married I had not really ever protested her, the guy she's getting married to like I met him like the day he asked her out and oh my everything God, so are these all the Aquariuses yes it's yes it's yeah 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 Jesus they're both Aquarians yeah yeah okay I'm yeah. on I'm on board I'm tracking now yes. I've got it I got it <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So those two, like, I never really protested, like, the guy she was dating because I loved her and I saw how happy he made her, especially when they were, like, dating. Yeah. Um, like, saw how happy, and especially in comparison to the guy she did before that, like, he was awful. I hated him. Yeah. Um, but then we all graduated from undergrad and moved on with our adult lives. They moved in together. They got a house. And then I got to know him more, and I was like, Ugh. I don't like him. Like he says, he says certain things that I don't approve of and had certain opinions that I don't align with. And she (laughs) never was the kind of person that had strong convictions or opinions on certain things, like political issues, social issues, stuff like that. That's a bummer. She was just like, I don't really have like opinions of it. And I was like, whatever. Like I, I, I'm, this is 
it was nothing. It was at the time not something I was felt like was worth bringing up and like destroying a friendship over anything. Right. And instead of being like, um, yeah, you should. Yeah. At the time, I was just like, you know what, like water on the bridge kind of thing. And I put so much value in how long we had been friends as a reason as to not end the friendship. Because I was like... I mean, honestly, that's valid. It's hard. It's really hard. That's like if you're in a long-term relationship with a partner and all of a sudden you're like, "Mm, I gotta go. I gotta go. You've invested so much time and energy. It's like hard to... Yeah. I mean, I can't say shit. I've been dating the same person for 10 years. So, like, whatever. But... um, (laughs) But, like... But still. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I... With her, I was just like, you know what, like, when the wedding came around, like, I was so happy for her. Like, I really, I literally remember the day they got engaged. I was just like, this is, like, one of the best days of my life. Like, I get to see my best friend get married. Like, I'm so happy for her. I cried. Like, you know, was so happy because I saw how happy he was making her. And then she asked me to be her maid of honor and the things got closer to the wedding and I saw a shift happen at some point mm. and I don't know if it was the people she had started hanging out with like in her friend group um, at her job because I did not like them they looked they were very much the kind of people who thought they were you know holier than thou when they had really no right to be like mm-hmm. they looked they like I remember one time like we were on our way to on the bachelorette trip and um one of her one of the other bridesmaids made a comment to her she was just like yeah like he works like in retail you know like not like a real job or anything like that and I was like excuse me like I work I, like, I work in retail like what yeah. the fuck you guys what's what, what's wrong with that oh yeah like many people think that yeah I was like just because like you know you have a job, like, doing whatever you are. Your job does not get paid that much either. Like, I don't know why you think you're better than someone like that. Regardless, I was just like... If you're not making a salary, you're not in a real job. Yeah. Like, you can't be a career server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You dummies. Yes, you can. <laughs> Do you know how well tips are? <laughs> but, so I was just like, I don't like this girl. And I told Hannah, I was like, I don't like this girl. Like... I can I, I, I my intuitions about people when I meet them firsthand are always spot on. Yeah. And I was just like, I just know I'm not gonna get along with this girl. I know I'm not gonna get along with the sister in law. Like there was only one other bridesmaid, um, because there was two maid of honors because she couldn't pick because she thought if she had if she hadn't picked me, that would have hurt my feelings. And I would have been like, bitch, I don't care. That means less work I would have had to do. Yeah, I've been a maid of honor twice. Like I, I feel that. Like it's Hannah, a lot of work. Hannah told me she's not gonna pick me as a maid of honor and I said, Thank God. I don't wanna be it. <laughs> <I'm a sister. laughs> like, yeah. Yes, use the sister. Yes. Don't want to be it. That's too much work. <laughs> and it came to the point where, like, as the wedding came around, like, this girl was somebody who had, like, four engagement parties, three bridal showers. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here questioning if I even want to And, like, wedding. And Chelsea's a wedding photographer, you guys, also. This this is hysterical. I am. I don't know yeah. if you, So I haven't told you this story. Oh, boy. Yeah, so she, she had, like, three different... Her parents were divorced, so that was her justification as to uh, having yes. so okay, many different that, parties. That makes a little And they, like, hate each other. Yeah. Um, so she... That's had, pretty common, then. Yeah. But when it came to the, the big bridal shower... Mm-hmm. She wanted me and the other maid of honor to foot the thousand dollar bill. Oh and, yes, mm-hmm. and I was like, um, yeah, I work part time in the mall, doing retail. No, <laughs> and the other girl didn't have a full time job yet either. She was also working as a freaking um landscaper person. I don't know what their job title is, but like she like 
you know, beautification la- la- of the land. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a job being a landscaper. <laughs> but like, that was her job. Like not, neither of us had a ton of money. We both still lived at home with our parents. We, yep. And like, she had to ask her mother to help her pay for her friend's bridal. Cause I, I straight up said no. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm not paying for your $1000 bridal shower that is your mother's responsibility. Like no, that's no. Both your parents work, your dad is filthy rich. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um and then at one point like I complained about the um and I, I usually never complain about like a maid of like a bridesmaid's dress or anything because it's not my wedding. And I've been in other weddings, never complained about the dress even if I think it's ugly, never complain about it. But she wanted me to pay for like a $250 bridesmaid's dress and i was like i don't have that also it's like the same color as my skin so i'm literally never going to wear this or do anything yeah. with it like this is, looks hideous on me i mean that's a pretty common price point unfortunately yeah. man who i could go so far into all of this but yeah that's that's like a, a super common thing mm-hmm. that happens in weddings is that they expect you to do this they expect you to do that and it's just you're so excited to like be in it so you don't yeah, think about you don't yeah. think about the cost yeah. involved with yeah. it and so like she was like you had to wear you had to wear cowgirl shoes because it was she was getting married in a barn. I'm so sorry. Boots, I'm so whatever. Whatever. Boots, yeah. Mm-hmm. You would never see me in them regardless. And I was just like, okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm a bougie-ass bitch, but, like, there's some boots that I I've have, seen. I that have three pairs. I would wear them. I also went to App. Yes. This is true. <laughs> yes. So you went to... I literally um, went to the um, boot store. I can't even remember what it's called. It starts with a W? Like, the first week. Um, yes. I lived at the beach. I don't remember. <laughs> So yeah. not really many people wearing boots down there. Well, my boyfriend down is from Al- my boyfriend is from Alabama, so um, <laughs> there you go. But we we get a little country sometimes. But like the, the the price just kept racking up and up. She wanted to go to Nashville for her bachelorette, and I was just like, "Girl, I cannot plan a trip to Nashville. Like, I just graduated college. I'm working retail for the love of God. Yep. Like, I'm just I can't." And we ended up like going to Charlotte and planned a I planned a great bachelorette trip. Like. It was still a lot of fun. The sister-in-law tried to make me feel bad because I didn't pay for every single one of her meals. Um, and I was like, again, I work in retail. I cannot afford this. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, the, other, the other bridesmaids. You know, the ones who have full-time jobs, you know, they like, can help. take turns. That's it's what fine. we did for my friend. Or like, yeah. I'm like, I'll pay for her alcohol that night. Like, that's a little bit cheaper because she's a lightweight. Um, but I like I overextended a lot in that relationship, and I always felt like I was made out to be the villain every single time because I wasn't doing enough. And I'm like, yeah, you're just constantly raising expectations that I cannot level up to. I don't understand like what you're wanting. You're not communicating it with me until it's too late. Yep. And then once I think I've met the bar, you've raised it again. So I just I never can level up to what you're wanting and. That is- classic manipulation and i was just like she came from money so i don't think she ever really understood the situation that i was in like she didn't have student loans she like her daddy paid for everything like her dad put the down payment on their house everything like yeah she never had a struggle in her life and i was just like (laughs) i was raised poor and like i've always had to work like i got a job when i was 15 years old like i've always had to have a job and I, I don't think you're understanding where I'm coming from, that this is not something that I can just do. And so, yeah, if you've never, if you've never had that issue, it's always harder to 
empathize with it. You yeah. can have sympathy for it, but you can't, if you've never experienced something, it's so much harder. Yeah. And especially if money has never been an object in your house, if you've never had to talk about it and like have those conversations and all your friends like have credit cards and got them at a young yeah. age because mom and dad gave them to them. You're not going to understand that. I can't just like whip out a credit card, which <laughs> I'm almost 30 and I still have zero credit. It's mm-hmm. real fun. Um, <laughs> But I've, I've experienced that situation yeah. too, because a lot of my friends have been older than me. And so they've had mm. more stability uh-huh. in their life for a little bit longer. Um, cause my, my boyfriend is six years older than I am. And most of his friends are either same age or a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So like I was always around older people. I have an older brother, so I was always around his friends. Mm-hmm. So like I've, I've always tried to like level myself up and like be a person that, you know, could take care of themselves. Yeah. But when you're working retail or part-time or in college, yeah. it's so hard to pay for stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if you have wealthier friends, like not to shit on anybody who's got money, cause money doesn't make you a bad person. You're either a bad person with or without it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that can be a huge yeah. stressor on any friendship. And it's like, I still don't make a shit ton of money, but I'm at a point in my life where I, you know, I'm better at budgeting. So there's like, I have a Gucci wallet. I have a Gucci belt. There are luxury things. I have like two reformation dresses. Like there's luxury things that I have, but it's because I know that there's going to withstand the test of time and they're going to be worth the value. And I know how to save and everything. And, and you prioritize yeah. for that. And she took an issue any single time I did prioritize myself and my money towards myself because there was incident at the time where I was making YouTube videos for all you that don't know. I used to make beauty YouTube videos Mm -hmm. and there's a thing with YouTube that you exaggerate all the time. I exaggerate on this freaking podcast like 24 seven, but like I had done like a Sephora haul and at the time I was working part-time at Sephora and fun fact, if you work at Sephora, you get given a shit ton of free stuff. I was also doing YouTube videos. So I was getting sent PR. So I had a shit ton of makeup that I was like, (laughs) I'm going to say I bought this all with my money, but I bought like probably five items in this entire 20 item haul. Right. Right. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I spent like $300. Like what's up? Like I did it. Right. And then she pulled me high, pulled me aside and was like, I love how you can spend $300 like on makeup that you don't really need. And you yet complained about my bridesmaid dress. And I was like, no, ma'am. I was like, no, no. Are you my accountant? Are you my mother? So why is your hand in my wallet? Mm-mm. Why does it matter to you how much I'm spending on myself? Because all that makeup, all that skincare, I'm going to use on me, will use and spend every single dime of that money because I worked hard for all of that. I did not work hard to be your friend or to have to be in your fucking wedding. Like, yeah, well, because she's the most important person in the world. And, and that how was the thing. dare you? That was the thing. Not bow down to her every whim. And that's exactly how I felt in that relationship. Was that like you like you, that's toxic? And I was just like, <laughs> and that's on toxicity. I was just like. <laughs> I was just like I'm sorry. Like I, I am not going to ever be this perfect person that you would think that I am that like, well, you also don't owe her that you don't owe her an explanation of how you actually use your money. Now, if you are complaining about something legitimate and they bring it up and you're like, Oh yeah, I did kind of, I fucked up. I spent too much. Like that's one thing, but it was not necessarily your choice to pay all this money. Yeah. Like I, I, being in the wedding industry, there is so much stuff that's crazy about it and like what people expect and how they expect things to happen. And if you put wedding in the title of something, you can charge roughly three times what it's actually worth. Fun fact. Um, 
So the fact that she was like, oh, well, you're my maid of honor, so you have to do everything and you have to foot the bill because I'm paying for everything else, a.k.a. her parents are paying for it in this case. Yeah. Like, that's that's just, that's not okay. It's yeah. not okay to do that to anyone. Yeah. Even if you have clear communication and clear boundaries with this person, if all of a sudden, like, they get wedding brain, which happens, and they're like, oh my gosh, everyone, <laughs> she wanted, do what I want. She wanted to have a honeymoon party so people would, like, just give her money for their honeymoon. The tipping point of this whole thing was... After I already felt like a villain, I was going to confront her and tell her all that stuff. Uh, I was supposed to send out the invitations for the lingerie party. Was not informed that she wanted actual paper invitations. <laughs> I thought a Facebook invite would suffice. Right. Because it was all, like, people our age. Like, people who are on the Facebook. Like... The <laughs> Facebook. Didn't think it mattered. Mm. And I, like, whipped together something, like, short, sweet. was not going to go through a lengthy paragraph or anything like that because it's fucking Facebook. Right. And she literally told the other maid of honor, um, isn't she supposed to be a writer? I thought this would be, like, a lot better than this. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> my, I found this out from the other maid of honor. She told me and texted me all this. And I was like, you can insult me, but now you're insulting my profession? Yeah. This is where the fucking claws are coming out. And I confronted her about mm-hmm. it. I was like... Um, she's like, well, maybe you just shouldn't be in the wedding. I was like, I'm going to be in this fucking wedding if it even kills me. I've already spent like over like 500 fucking dollars on you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be in this damn wedding. And so the other maid of honor just couldn't take it anymore because she is such an empath. And she was just like, I feel like I'm getting treated like shit. You're getting treated like shit. I'm going to go fucking over to her house after she gets off work and say something. So she goes over there. She confronts the girl. And she's just like, I don't like this, this, and this. You're treating us badly. Like, we've been friends with you. Like, I was friends with her since I was three. She was friends with her since she she was, like, seven. And she was, like, two of your longest time friends. And you're treating them both like they're, like, a fucking doormat. Like, I'm not, we're not going to sit here and tolerate this anymore. I had no idea that she was going over and doing any of this, mind you. And she calls me afterwards. She was like, I'm no longer in the wedding. And neither are you. (laughs) Ooh. And she came over to my house. Like she, I like cried. I think like for about like a minute or so. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. Um, because I kind of just knew this was gonna happen. Because yeah. the other maid of honor was just like, she had already planned like after the wedding. I'm just not gonna be friends with her anymore. And I said like, probably at the wedding, I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna fizzle it out. I'm not gonna hang out with her as much anymore because I just don't like feeling like I am the bad guy when I haven't done anything wrong. And it was just to the point where. Apparently, we weren't supporting her enough when you said, because like, time back to like what your story, I was just like, I have bent over neck and everything to be here for you, to be a part of your special day mm-hmm. and done everything to help you in any way I possibly can. I'm the one that doesn't feel appreciated, but if that's how you feel, then fucking fine. Be that way. I'm so yeah. happy to not be a part of your wedding because I cannot imagine standing by somebody whose marriage I don't stand by and yep. whose also friendship I don't trust either. And I probably will be the most top, mo- the like most talked about thing at that wedding because your best friend since you've known since three and your other ones since you've known since sixth grade, who's always been a part of your life are not there on your very special day. Everybody I'm sure is going to be asking, where the fuck is Emily? Yeah. Probably. And then the week of the wedding, they fucking dumped the best man. They had a lot of issues. Yeah. Somebody needs I was to like, go to therapy. I was like, Do the I need three, to call somebody? The three people in your life yeah. who have been there all your life are not there on the day y'all two are getting married says something about you, not us. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So much. It says so much. It's kind of 
dumb. Like, I'm just like, the fact that your entire broader party consists of people either, like, one was, like, the sister-in-law, and the other two were, like, newly acquainted friends for, like, the past five years. I'm like, that says a lot about who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, that these people have not uncovered these certain things. And, yes, people change, and clearly she had changed. She was definitely the kind of person, I think. I am very much, and you probably are the same way, too, because you're an eight. Like, I am the same no matter who I'm around. Like, what you see is what you get. Like, I do not change depending on who I'm around. Like, that's why I just have different friend groups. Yeah. She was the kind of person she definitely changed depending on who she was around. She was a different person. Yeah. And I was just like, I, like, I, like, I can't. Like, who you are around these new girls, like, that's not the girl I grew up knowing. Like, yeah, you can change, but you changed, like, a ton. Like, yeah. And in a not healthy way. Yeah, and there's a big difference between, like, changing as a person and, like, growing. Yes. Than it is just, like, being a fake person. Because yeah. I, I mistyped for a long time as a two. Because um, when eights are healthy, a lot of times they go to the healthy traits of a two. And so I always thought that's who I was. I always, like, tried to be this, like, very giving and people-pleasing, like, person. And it was exhausting. I was like, this cannot be me. I am far too angry to be, like, a people-pleaser. Like, I am not going to break my own neck just to keep my chin up for you. Like, I'm not going to do that. Um, And so I have lost a lot of friendships over that because I have come into my own and realized that I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to put up with your bullshit. I'm not going to put up with you treating me like a second class person. Like, it's just not okay from anyone. No. And I've lost quite a few friends over that throughout my years. Yeah. So after that happened, that's when we had the idea to do the friendship breakups versus relationship breakups. And I had subsided that, like, yeah, friendship breakups are terrible, worst thing ever. Because looking back, like, I was like, wow, like, I can't even look at any of my childhood photographs anymore like because she's in them. Yeah. Like, she's in everything. I can't, honestly, I can't look at some of my college photos right now because one of those girls is in all of those photos. Like, I look back at every Halloween, she's right there. I look back at freaking New Year's Eve this past year, they're both there. Yeah. Like... All, like, so many of my funniest jokes, my funniest inside jokes, memories, Vine, <laughs> like... They ruined that's, Vine. They ruined Vine. Like, that's how tied <laughs> in it is. <laughs> like, I can't look at those certain things because they remind me of them. And, like, right now, like, I don't want to be reminded of that. Yeah. But I it think... It gets easier. It does. It gets a lot yeah. easier over time. Yeah. And I remember when we and the doctor broke up, I was, like, when I ran into him so quickly after the breakup, I was, like... I would kill to run into that girl instead of him right now because her, I feel confident if I ran into her, cause I've ran into her. I was afraid for a while, but I ran into her before and she's like, she's ran and hide whenever she has seen me or she has Mine just, just like, ignores me. Oh yeah. That's what she does now. Every time like she can't run and hide because I ran to her at the Olive Garden once and, um, she was with one time she was with her mother and they left. Um, the second time she was with coworkers, so she could not leave. Um, so she just stuck her nose up high and just, like, walked past me. I was like, bitch, we're both at the fucking Olive Garden. I don't really know how proud you can be right now. Yeah, like, not, not really. <laughs> I mean, also, when you're there, you're family. family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've, I've had those situations happen with this, this particular friend because we used to go to the same chiropractor as well and legitimately was sitting next to one of my old coworkers at the chiropractor's office <laughs> talking to her, and... This friend walks past, stops, speaks to her employee, because they work together, 
um, and just completely ignores me. Does not look at me, does not speak to me. I do not exist. Now, of course, I'm not trying to talk to her either. But you'll still be cordial. But like, like, like you're, you're not even going to acknowledge my existence? existence? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a polite... How do you do? Like, it's fine. (laughs) That's, like, probably one of the last times we've actually seen each other in person. Like, we have not actually... Surprisingly, we live in a fairly small town. I mean, it's it's a larger city in the state of North Carolina. It's like 200,000, 200, something like that? it's closer to three. Something... Oh, okay. 250 or three. Okay. Anyway. um, But it's... I mean, it's... I, I live downtown. I'm downtown a lot. They work very close to me. It, like, I'm shocked I have not run into them more often. Yeah. And it, it just, it's, it's, it's been almost two years. And I'm kind of like, all right. I wonder if this is ever going to get any better. And I, I, speaking of your dream from, like, the very beginning of this, like, I, I had this weird notion maybe a week or two ago that I was like, maybe I should reach out to her and be like, this is all fucking stupid. Like, we should talk again. We should be friends again. Like, mm-hmm. we should mend everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was ovulating. Who's to say? <laughs> Maybe I was on my period, and I just had, like, this rush of emotion, um, you know, to, to make something better. Yeah. And then immediately I was like, no, this bitch is a, a, she's a bitch. I yeah. don't want to be friends with her. And, but, like, the thing is, like, when me and that girl, me and the bridezilla, when we split... So many people ask me, like, if she came back and apologized, like, would you be friends again? And I often mm. said, no. Yeah. And so many people were shocked by that. I'm like, if you asked me if this was a relationship, <laughs> if this was, a re- like, a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, and you asked me, like, like, you would not be shocked if I said no. Right. Even, like, oh, yeah, like, they fucking treated you awful. Like, why would, why would you go back? But if a friend, like, you're like, oh, really? Like, you wouldn't take her back? It's like, why is it treated so differently? Like, I think I have an answer for that. Okay. And it's, I think it's the intimacy piece. I think that when you, like, that's why I think the difference between uh, a a relationship Mm -hmm. breakup and a friendship breakup are so different and can be so, so hard for people is that a lot of times you don't have that same kind of sexual intimacy with someone, Mm. um, which creates a very different bond. So when that trust gets broken, I think it's so much easier for people in their brains to be like, oh, well, that makes sense because X, Y, Z, whatever your reasons were for breaking up. You know this person like to their soul and core and everything about them. I mean, like, because there were things with me and that girl, like, she had no idea about certain parts of my life. Whereas like guys I have like dated, like they yeah. knew about those parts and everything. And I mean, like same with like Hannah, like there's things that she does not tell me that I'm sure she tells her boyfriend. Yeah. Like there's just that deep level of intimacy and vulnerability that you have in a relationship. Yeah. And like, even like short-term relationships, you get to that level and the friendships, like you would think like, Oh, like three years, like she knows you like the back of your hand. Like I didn't feel comfortable telling her parts of my life because I was either afraid of judgment or like, we just right. never like, over 20 years we just never got to that level yeah and that just shows like how like i guess like distant our friendship really was in a way absolutely and i just remember like if i like ever saw her like i was so confident that i could just be like you know like i'll be the bigger person because i know that i am the bigger person because you're the one who decided to like run away like you basically broke up with me as a friend through another girl and then texted me the following up. But yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. The fact that she even texted me 
why she not want to be my friend versus the two other girls who could not text me and tell me why they didn't want to be my friend. I was like, the fact that you're making Bride a like a better person. <laughs> really? We're going to let her be the better person here? Wow, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it is a very upsetting thing, definitely, when you lose a friend. For sure. Absolutely. And it's a loss you have to grieve. Yeah, exactly. Even if it was a bad thing that you needed to end, you still need to be able to grieve that. Yeah. And let yourself. Like we often say about like relationships, like knowing the reason isn't really ever going to solve anything. Mm -mm. Like you think it will bring you closure, but it's not like it's not going to change anything. Yeah. Like. Granted, would I like to know that these two girls think I'm actually toxic, how they think I'm toxic? Yes, because I only want to improve who I am. And if I'm genuinely upsetting somebody and I'm genuinely hurting someone, please... It's your boldness. It's because you're just so you. I'm just... I'm weird, though. Like, I don't understand how I'm intimidating. Like, I don't. But, like... Confidence, honey. I guess. A Trust of, me, a I, lot of people are so envious of confidence and, and envious of like you're and a go getter. Like, my, like you, you get what you want. Yeah, and I guess because I am that way, like I don't see how you could be envious. I guess of that. Oh, I, to- I totally understand yeah. that because yeah. I feel like I've had a lot of people who are intimidated by me, and I totally know why because I'm a bitch and that's fine. <laughs> I, like well, I, I know that about myself. I, was, I will own it. I will say hard. I will say I was intimidated by you when I first met you, but I just thought you were really cool, and I was like, "Oh, she's going to think I'm so weird and not want to be my friend at all." Oh. <laughs> like, she's just so much cooler than I am. Oh, wow. God. And see, I feel that way about a lot of people. I'm always like, "Oh yeah, I'm just that. I'm, I'm that girl. I'm not that cool. I'm not really hard to be cool, and like nobody's going to think I'm cool." Like I literally, there's this one girl that I've become good friends with, and we were like slowly becoming new friends and apparently our moms are friends and she told her mom and my mom her mom told my mom she was like yeah she really wants to be your friend because she thinks that you were just like the coolest person ever i'm like <laughs> how am I? I was like i'm flattered but so sweet <laughs> i was like my girl i'm the like accumulation of every girl i ever thought was cool <laughs> like, <laughs> Picked the pieces that I like and smushed them together. Like, I mean, I'm just a poser. I promise. If you. it works, yeah. Why? Why do you think that so many of us struggle with imposter syndrome and even in our relationships? Is yeah. like we're constantly comparing ourselves to everyone else. Yeah, all the time. And like in a friendship, I don't feel like you should have to. Like, no. and that's the thing. I like. I have so many different friends. Yeah. And I realized, like, at my birthday, when like I. In the moment, I realized right there, we're all sitting together. Everybody at that table was an artist. Yeah. And even Hannah's like an artist. You weren't there, but you're an artist. <laughs> and like, like you, a photographer, Casey, a musician, all my other friends, filmmakers, storytellers. Yeah. And I was just like, the people who are no longer in my life, the, pe- the three people who have chosen not to be my friends, none of them were really artists as professions. They were all financiers, weren't they? Yes. <laughs> Seriously, no shade to you if you actually do make a shitload of money. Bravo. I'm sure you'd gr- you're doing great. I just don't understand numbers, um, so therefore we just wouldn't get along. Money stresses me the fuck out. Same. <laughs> so I just, you know, we're just good. So I just realized that, like, no, wait, like, this is a core friend group that I am really appreciative that I have. I've curated this amazing friend group of all artists, and I feel like I am 
more of myself when I'm around those type of people than when I'm not because they yeah. understand the essence of who I am. Absolutely. And so when I realized these people didn't want to be part of my life anymore, it wasn't like it's a loss because of memories, but it's not really a loss in my growth. Yeah, absolutely. That is such a great way to put it because I I was so sad when like my friend group kind of dissolved two years ago. I was like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, I don't have any friends anymore. Like, mm-hmm. we can't all just go out and get dinner and you know go play games or watch a movie at someone's house. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have that anymore. Most all of my friends, other than Skylar, like in town weren't my friends anymore. And so everybody else that I interacted with were on the internet. And Mm -hmm. I love that. I have like a Marco Polo pod with some of the most incredible people on the planet. Mm -hmm. And they, they're all photographers or in the wedding industry. So Mm -hmm. it's really helpful to have these, this group of creative people, um, that, are able to help me out when I'm struggling or having problems or like we've gotten to know each other on such an intimate level because we talk almost every single day in our Marco Polo pod. So like, I feel like I have friends and it's the, like the most, uh, female dominated and, and woman dominated. And, um, one of them goes by they, them pronouns. Um, so like, you know, just like queer people in my life, like just the most diverse people. Yeah. And it is the greatest thing, and I've never been happier. But it still makes me sad to yeah. live in this town and go, there goes that person that I'm like, never, <laughs> like, ne- <laughs> just never gonna have in my life again. And at this point, would it even matter? Like, yeah. would it even matter to go back to this person and yeah. say, here are these things that happened that we never cleared up? Because it's been two, almost two years. It seems asinine almost to even bring it all that stuff up again. Nice wordplay. And it it just, it's what happens when you date someone who is incredibly wordy. God, that was terrible. Why I dated the doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Super, super intelligent. Yes, Not very loquacious, but when he does speak. Another great word. I'm like, "Uh I'm going to have to Google these later. (laughs) I was like, I should have brought the Thor's. Uh, loquacious just means that you like to talk a lot. I oh, feel like my I, boyfriend. Yeah, I, I feel like I got that one from Harry Potter. Your best Potter. friend, your boyfriend. Like you're surrounded by communicators, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so quiet because I communicate all day for my job, and I'm like, <sighs> I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, a, a podcast is dangerous for me. This is probably going to be a, such a long episode because I we love it. We love I will talk again. forever. Our listeners and love ever. it. They love long episodes. They better. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I, y'all can be friends after, because once I move, she said she's not going to have any friends here, so like, y'all can be friends, there you go. Let's do it. I've been trying for it. I have a lot of friends that are musicians because, like I've said, I date a lot of musicians, I find them very attractive. I'm friends with musicians as well because I'm jealous, like I wish I could play an instrument. Not a musician, but I can sing. Yes. I, that's the only thing I can do. <laughs> Camp. I tried learning how to play instruments. Cannot do it. And so, like, I have a lot of like female musicians that I'm friends with that I've been like passing over to Hannah. <laughs> She's like, here, we like, we were like, let's all hang out. Like, I was I like, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll make this little, you know, group pod. We can all go mm-hmm. get like coffee there one day, go. sit in a park, and then I'm like, hey, I can't I read music for shit, but I can sing if you, if you, if you, you come do hang it. out with us. Yeah. 
Can't read music at all. Can't I grew either. up doing musical theater. Oh, still, same, still same. cannot read music. Have a degree it's in fine. theater. Have a degree. Cannot no. read music to save my life. I faked it the entire four years. It's okay, fine. I can teach you. F A C E. Every good boy deserves fudge. I know that because I played violin. <laughs> I know that. I only know that because I played violin. But I am like you know, in a friendship, regardless, bitter. Like it's gonna be hard like those first couple days i remember my mom texted you when me and the bridezilla ended friends and it was just like it's gonna be hard for her mm. like if you can just be there for her that would be a much appreciated yeah. i mean i was fine well because you're like a live nerve most of the time like that yeah. for me it's it's like any any end to anything that's traumatic in some way especially if it was a traumatic end like it, it took me a solid six months before I could even hear this person's name, name even if it wasn't someone talking about them but like seeing their name oh trust me whatever um, until I wasn't like literally boiling lava like it just like white hot chills all over my body every single time someone brought up their name uh-huh. spoke about them if like I, I don't know it didn't matter but yeah ending a friendship it's I think bitter but I think it's also important to like reflect on like what healthy aspects can like come out of that Mm, and like how you can grow as a person because there is a reason like this person is not in your life and they actively especially they actively chose yes um to not be in your life um you also learn what not to do the next time something happens i had a recent experience with that with someone who was actually in that marco polo pod i was talking about if you don't have marco polo you should get it it's really fun but to anybody else it's better than snapchat sorry oh no infinitely yes (laughs) um but one of the one of the people in in the pod um i had made a statement or something and they retorted back and like it came across very negatively towards me in my opinion Mm -hmm. and just like really hurt me and i wasn't expecting that it made me feel really stupid and that's like a big thing for me like don't make me feel stupid do not belittle me like i'm gonna come after you. every guy i date i always tell them don't make me look stupid yeah just don't do it yeah and and so i sat on it for a day and then reached out to that person i was like it just was like weeping. Just I any confrontation, I'm just gonna cry. It doesn't matter. Even if yeah. I'm not sad, I'm I'm gonna cry. That's what my body does. And and so I told him I was like, this really, really upset me. It really hurt me. But I didn't want to leave it alone because I didn't want resentment to build because I've had this happen in past relationships. Yeah. And it completely destroyed everything. And I love you and I value you and I know your heart and I know that you didn't mean to say that in a way that would make me upset. And you probably didn't even know that you made me upset. Mm-hmm. So I want to say something to you now to get it off my chest so that we can like work through it. Mm-hmm. And they were immediately like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I completely understand where you're coming from. Like what you said kind of triggered me. So it kind of made me say something yeah. and whatever. And we actually had this open dialogue that I didn't have with the last person and it saved the entire friendship. Like we were, I literally felt better immediately as soon as I had said something and had I, I mean, it's unfortunate, but like, had I not had this terrible experience with my old friend and boss, then I wouldn't have thought, I really need to say something. Cause a lot of times I just sit on things. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, am I overreacting? 
Especially, Maybe. Yeah, especially when you've been told you're overreacting, you start to believe that yes, sometimes. when you're always told that you're too much, you're too emotional. Gosh, Josh, yeah. shut up. Like, <laughs> you think, okay, maybe I am overreacting about everything, but realistically, you're not. Because, like, no matter what, your experience is your experience, and your emotions are valid no matter what. Like, that is just a fact. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's not somebody else's experience, but if you've experienced it and that is how you are perceiving something, it's true for you. Even if it's not actually true, it is for you. And that's a really hard concept for people to grasp, especially if they're like very rule oriented and like very factual about things. So when you have those friends, like that's me and my boyfriend, like he's very, very factual. He's a, a five on the Enneagram and he's also a Libra. So like that's an interesting dynamic, but like he needs facts. He needs answers. He wants to give you data. He wants to fix things immediately and like work through it. And I'm like, Whoa, I need to like sit and process this Mm -hmm. stuff beforehand. Like, hang on a second. Mm -hmm. Don't try to fix me yet. Yeah. And it's so like in friendships that that can be really, really hard to like navigate and move through if they're like, well, no, your experience and your emotions and things that you're saying right now are not valid because that's not how I'm doing it. And I'm like, that what what we're two what? separate what? people we're like two. everyone's different <laughs> like that that's not like no i'm sorry that's not how that works like everyone processes information differently everybody processes trauma yeah. differently it doesn't matter like you have to learn how to broach things with people in in ways that they're going to be able to hear it and understand it. Yeah, one of my favorite things, and it's something that I was told, it's related to screenwriting. I mean, I was told by another screenwriter, like, how do you make villains look so human sometimes? And it, she her reply was, no matter who the person is, like, they always think that they have, they're coming at you with good expectations mm. um, and that they have good intentions. Yep. Um, it's their trauma and their past that affects their reaction yeah and that's i think everybody on the planet like that's how like everybody is like your past and your trauma affects how you react to certain things and if no one knows that about you like they don't know that you're going to react that certain way and so somebody's gonna be surprised but saying that they're overreacting it's not how you communicate that saying that they're emotions are invalid saying that their emotions are disproportionate to the situation at hand is not how you go about doing that nope it's gaslighting and that's why i love the enneagram not like we're going to talk all about that um because it's been a while <laughs> um but one of my favorite things that i've learned about it is different people's numbers and how they respond in relationships to information and how you can bring stuff up to them. And that's also something I've just learned in therapy from the past five years is, you know, learning your partner or your friend's mode of communication, like how they prefer information to be given to them. If they want you to fix something right away, or if they just want you to hear them out. And if they need data up front, if they need like a pro con list, or if they need them to, you know, speak to you in a very, emotional way like you know that is so key I mean obviously communication is a big deal but like you know my my best friend she's either a three or a nine I swear up and down that she's a nine um, <laughs> so basically, your your friend, your two, you two, and us two, we're the exact same. It's like a mirror. Okay, yes. yeah. cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain. Wait, I y'all miss- had the same hair color, and then me and her, Skylar had the same yes. hair color. It's kind well, of. And I mistyped as a three. Yeah. It's, so wow. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But like, yeah. you know, 
she she has a specific way that she needs information to be given to her and you know for me to listen to her in a specific way same thing with jesse as him being a five he's incredibly logical analytical like cerebral like needs cold hard data cold hard facts like don't come to him with emotion because he is not going to perceive that like, mm, that is a, the, that, that is, is the, a threat to him that is the doctor <laughs> the yeah and so like because i know that like we're currently in the process of like i'm trying to convince him to adopt a cat with me like a little kitten and you know he doesn't think that it's a great idea because of xyz reasons and i'm like okay well then i have to come to him with all these logical steps and reasons of how we could make this work in our home and that's helping him i don't think he's going to do it but we'll see mm. it's um, so cute it's like, so, oh, cute. so cute <laughs> um, but like that is like so vital it's helped me with my client relationships when I know Mm. what a client's Enneagram is or even what their star sign is because I know okay if you're a Sagittarius you've got the driest sense of humor (laughs) and you think that you are so fucking funny and sarcastic that's so true. And that's awesome. I know how to talk to you now. You're an Aquarius? Okay, you're crazy, but we can figure this out. <laughs> you're all over the place. You're, yeah, yeah, you're just kind of all over the place. Are you a seven on the Enneagram? Okay, I know how to talk to you because I wing seven really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Same. And my mom is a seven. So, like, I, I get it. Are you a two? Okay, I know that you love to be appreciated the same way that you are going to appreciate me. Perfect. Are you a three? Okay, I'm going to help you figure out how you can calm down and sit down and still get your work done, but understand that your worth is more than just your job. And that has been a huge thing for me within my friendships of knowing the proper way to communicate with someone so that we do have a really healthy relationship. That's it. That's my speech. (laughs) But it's it's literally the center of everything that we always resort back to. It's communication communication Mm -hmm. well and taking the time to learn the people that are in your life and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's something that people don't do they just like your friends and like you just continue on but like actually take like as i've grown older my friend groups are smaller and it's because i figured out who i'm investing time in and who's going to invest that time in me to actually learn me and like support me and I feel like that happens all of the time, but I'm not like at a point in my life where I'm like, I need 500 friends. Yeah. You have, <laughs> no, I don't have that energy or time. No, but like, but like, I think what you said is like valid and like so important is like, you have to learn the people that are in your life because if yeah. you don't, then those relationships are not going to last. Yeah. No. I mean, like there's so many times, honestly, where I am just like so like exhausted and I feel like I've overextended myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be the first person to text anybody all day. I just want to see who reaches out and who, cause I feel like I'm always the one that's like initiating everything. I'm like, yeah, I just want to see who's going to take the time. Hannah's the only person. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's Normally, it's a follow up from the like previous <laughs> night. Or it's like, or it's like, I'm eating granola. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like the most generic thing ever. Yeah, and it's just like. That's, that's me and Skylar. We will yeah. text each other the most random thing. We Marco Polo while she's we're on the, the toilet. She's the only person. She's the only person whose breakfast I care about. Like, <laughs> I do not care if any guy I've ever dated. I'm, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm eating, like, a pancake. I'm like, I don't give a fucking shit. Like, yeah, unless you made one for me, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. But she's, like, over here telling me, I'm like, ooh, hand me the recipe. Like, what what did, right? you, what did you do with it? Like, did you put like, certain maple syrup on it? Like, you know, yeah. did you get fancy with it? Did, did you get a photo? Did you take a photo of it? Like, I need to know. Like, process. 
time. Like she's the only person that I care about that with. I mean, I think a good way to like wrap this up while it's As storming, it's right? Yeah, you know, and we don't want to have to have you guys listen to this any longer <laughs> than you already have. But I think just like if we were to do like a survival like tip, I always want to say survival guide. You do. <laughs> Our survival tip like for this week would be like communicating with your friends and to know like where you stand before things get too toxic or too out of control because then I think that you can save a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. just by doing that and just learning who your friends are and how they will react to information that you're presenting with them and it's no matter if you are the one that's confronting them or if you're taking the confrontation, absolutely, I think it's important to know like how your reaction is going to affect the other people that are around you. Yeah, taking someone else's emotions and feelings into consideration, and and sometimes taking the leap, even if you're you're scared that they're going to react negatively to it, you're you're never going to know. And if you have a problem that you need to voice, you need to voice it because absolutely. It's not a real friendship if you can't speak openly. Absolutely. 100%. So where can everybody find you, Miss Chelsea? Give your shout-outs. You outs. can find me many, many places. You can find me on Instagram at I'm the Birdie and also my wedding photography, which is Toujours Photo. That's T-O-U-J-O-U-R-S Photo. And you have a, do you have a website? I have many websites. Um, you can find me at ChelseaClayton.com. That's a pretty easy one. And then you can also find me at TajorPhoto.com. And you photograph anywhere, basically. Anywhere. Everywhere. Fly me to the moon. That would be great. <laughs> Let me play among the stars. Well, we have loved having you on here as a yes, fellow gal scout. So <laughs> we love having fellow gal scouts on here. We definitely want to have more guests. And we're so excited for you to be like our second guest but our first in person first in person yes yes so fun thank you so much so special (laughs) (laughs) it was so much fun suck at everyone else i'm just kidding i'm just kidding and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguypod.com, and on our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out, gals. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.